Welcome in to the newest episode of the Hoth Hangout podcast. We're glad to have you here listening to this one. I'm very excited. Uh, I'm back from my month of being elsewhere. Uh, remember, as always, you can always check out the Hoth Hangout podcast over on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you get your podcasts. Also, check us out on the socials, including Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Hoth Hangout on each one of those. Joey, what's going on, man? How are you? Pretty good. I am glad to have you back. It's it's been a long time, friend, and I'm. Uh, it's good to have the two of us back here on the podcast. Uh, but you did forget on YouTube as well. You could uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Oh, true, true. Um, uh, did you know that we are just a couple of subscribers away from 150? I saw subscribers. that. I saw that. If anyone uh, is listening and is not subscribed on YouTube, what are we at now? Like 147 or something I like that? I think so, yeah. So we're just a couple of ways. So click that like button and click that subscribe button and we, we're going to get 150 real, real quick. I was thinking maybe we should do some type of celebration once we get to 200, maybe like a live stream or something like that. I think that would be a lot of fun. A 200-hour live stream where we're just watching Star Wars the whole time. I mean, that sounds like a weekend to me, honestly. <laughs> But how was your trip? Tell me, tell tell me all about it. It was it was fun. Uh, I was at a, a summer camp for almost a month, about three and a half weeks. Uh, definitely came back with with more of a tan and more facial hair than I had before, but uh, <laughs> feeling good. I will say I was having uh, some serious movie withdrawals while I was at camp. Mm. Like the first thing I I did when I got back, I've seen three movies this week. I saw Mission Impossible. I saw oh. the new Spider Verse, and I saw the new Indiana Jones. Uh, that's a good. Th that's a good three right there. It was a good batch, yeah. And I'm going to see uh, Barbie and Oppenheimer this week. It's oh, a good time wow. for movies. Um, yes, absolutely. But yeah, it was it was a good trip. I am uh, excited to to be back though and talk some Star Wars, especially because we got a lot of information while I was gone too uh, regarding Ahsoka and whatnot. I don't know if we already looped the video or not. I, I may have missed it if we did, but uh, there was a, yeah, there's a, if you're watching the video version of the podcast, there's a short five or six seconds of me wiping out on an inner, inner tube while I was gone the past week. So, uh, enjoy that. For your, for your I like at the very end, you see the inner tube Yeah. <laughs> it flies back to the very end, yeah. So that was one of the many things that I was, I was doing the past few weeks. But like I said, glad to be back and yes. excited to be talking some some Star Wars with you. How was how was the last two or three weeks? I managed to catch uh, both of the guest hosts, some mm -hmm. great podcasts while I was gone. How was that? It was a lot of fun. Uh, I got a little bit, you know, you had to ask Gibba. I was a little nervous leading the entire discussion the entire time, but it was a lot of fun. It was it was a, a way to I, I saw your side of the conversation normally, you know, you would lead it and ask questions to me and now I was doing the same to them. So I thought it was a lot of fun. Alex and Chris came by, had a great time talking, talking of some collecting with uh, Chris. And, you know, that's my uh, something mm -hmm. I really had a lot of fun uh, talking about. And with Alex, we talked about uh, just the growing up with Star Wars and what it means to kind of who we are today and the the people that we we've become because star wars was, was introduced so early into our lives so if you haven't yet check check out those episodes episodes uh 39 and 40 uh on youtube and all the podcast platforms definitely and, and we'll try to remember to link their uh their channel information as well in the show notes for for this episode too 
Speaking of, by the way, we're over 40 episodes. Isn't that wild? That is wild. Yeah, I, I was kind of sad. I'll admit when you were gone and we hit 40 and I'm like, oh, man, we should have. This should have been the two of us, but it's fine. Now we now we could do that for 50. Yeah, stop, there we go. Stop, leave, stop leaving, though. You got to stop leaving. And... <laughs> I'm actually going to be uh, sick for podcast number 50. I don't oh, know if I told on. you or not. I knew it. Uh, well, yeah. Should we hop into the, the Star Wars news? Because there was quite a bit of it the past week or two. Uh, I think the first off, we, what we wanted to start with was the Emmys. The nominations were announced for the Emmys and Star Wars coming in with, I think, 23 nominations in total, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, eight of which belonging to uh, to Andor, another five of which belonging to Kenobi, and another nine of which belonging to Mandalorian. The main ones of which standing out being that Andor was nominated for the best Outstanding drama series. Uh, Kenobi was nominated for the best or for the outstanding limited or anthology series. Uh, and then I was trying to pick out what the most notable Mandalorian nomination would have been. Uh, a lot of it is like sound composition and music composition and cinematography. Uh, but then also another notable one in regards to Andor was outstanding writing nomination so mm -hmm. I, I think i am most excited to see how andor performs at the emmys this year yes i really want it to win the writing for the for the prison episode you and i mm -hmm. briefly talked about that before we started but right uh, yeah I, I hope they take home best drama series i actually don't know the list of the other shows nominated but uh right and we mentioned that a little bit before we start recording it's really up against really depends on who they're up against to see if they are able to have an actual shot in the and like I said I don't even if you name the the other shows that are are out I prob are against these uh shows these Star Wars shows I probably wouldn't even know those anyway but either way it's super exciting to see all three I, I with with the amount of divisiveness that Kenobi kind of brought to the Star Wars fandom I'm interested in hearing what other people have to say that it's, you know, nominated for some Emmys, including Outstanding Limited or Anthology Series. That's a that's a pretty interesting one. Yeah. And uh, as we were as we were talking about it, Gibbo also sent us a list of the full shows or full uh, TV series nominated for Outstanding Drama. There's some there's some good shows on this list. Yeah. A, few of, a few of them I've seen and love. Uh, in addition to Andor, Better Call Saul, Yellow Jackets, House of the Dragon. The Crown, The Last of Us, Succession, and The White Lotus. I don't think they nominated enough shows for this category. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm aware of pretty much all of those. I haven't maybe watched all of those, so uh, that's going to be a hard list, I think, to to go up against for the best drama, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little surprised about, not to get too off track, about The Last of Us. I heard that wasn't as popular with people as they would have expected it to be. Oh, but, really? I know yeah, the video game I, series is very popular. Yeah, the yeah, game is the huge, of course. But and then House of the Dragon is another one I watched and I loved that one. But uh, anyways, I think it'd be cool if Andor ends up winning that. So uh, all the best to all the Star Wars nominations. Yeah, twenty three. Yeah, twenty three. What what other? Seems like twenty three is an important number uh, in sports. I can't remember. Maybe it's a no one from a, Chicago or no one from like Chicago Bulls is uh, yeah number 23 anymore anymore <laughs> oh i was thinking oh i know who it is it's lebron james number right? all right um thanks everybody <laughs> this will be the last episode that i'll be on 
the the original 23 right no <laughs> that's right yeah. oh no 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 my heart uh in addition to receiving many nominations at this year's emmys which i'm not sure this article doesn't list the date i would assume it's sometime in the next month or so um but in addition to receiving many emmy nominations this year for various star wars series um more in the realm of disney there was a i think four or five minute interview that went live i think about a week ago at the time of this recording uh maybe over the week no the beginning of the week last week it was an interview of bob Iger, disney's ceo uh, it was kind of a joint interview not necessarily focused on star wars but it it definitely was geared uh mainly with star wars and marvel with the disney or i'm sorry marvel star wars and pixar were kind of the three big ones that came up in the conversation with whoever the man was who was interviewing him um and it was something to the effect of him acknowledging that disney has had a lot of shortcomings in the recent uh months even even years you could say basically since coven and and they also talked about that a little bit how the model of movies and, and shows has had to adapt and change in the past three years, largely because of COVID. Um, did you have any any lingering thoughts after watching that interview based on the things he said? I thought that I was waiting for Liam Neeson to come out <laughs> and just uh, just agree with him and everything. No, I, I. what's more interesting to me is that that interview happened now. Actually, I don't know when it happened, but the way that they're showing it now and we still have this writer strike that's going on. Yeah. And there was nothing really asked about that. And I don't know if that was something that wasn't allowed to be asked or whatever. But, I mean, uh, going back to what he said about Star Wars content and all that, I mean, I think you and I have said time and time again that we are excited for any Star Wars, whatever it is. And the fact that he has kind of said publicly at this point that they're going to pull back on it makes me sad a little bit and yeah maybe they weren't hits i think that's even i think that was one of the things he may have mentioned that they weren't all you know they weren't all hits and that's kind of the the problem here and from a business perspective sure i understand that you know if you you need this to be successful at every level but yeah as as a fan i don't i obviously i don't like hearing that i i definitely want more star wars if we can but I, I do understand the business side of it. And if if the numbers aren't coming in where they want, then that's just that's just the truth. And that's what he has to he has to answer to, unfortunately. Yeah. I almost feel like he's he, I almost feel like the, the clumping of Star Wars with Marvel and Pixar would be viewed in a separate manner. Because I, I, I personally I don't know how big of a Marvel fan you would consider. I'm not a huge Marvel fan, I would say, but I watch all the movies and I just feel like of it, it, okay. Let me let me do it this way. If I was to give you Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars in the past five years, which of those three would you say is the most diluted? Marvel. Yeah, I would say the same thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I would probably say next would probably be Pixar. Um, mm-hmm. Although I haven't even seen Elemental or mm-hmm. what was the m- recent movie before Elemental? Was that Turning Red? Was that Pixar? Uh, yeah, but I think there was one between. Oh, Lightyear? Oh, was that? There was that. It wasn't a Soul one. Was Soul also? Oh, one? no, I think Soul was before the pandemic, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Okay. 
Anyway, you're right. I think you're right. Yes. I'm just not as I'm not as knowledgeable on a lot of the new Pixar stuff. So I guess I can't say that expressly, but I just from stuff I've read about how people feel about Pixar in the past five or six years and, and box office sales and whatnot. Basically, what I'm trying to say is I think Marvel is the most diluted, maybe Pixar next. And then I don't honestly feel like Star Wars is in the same category as those other two. Mm-hmm. Sure, it might be a little diluted from what it it should or could be. Right. But I think that's mainly just because so many, you know, especially Disney Plus has moved towards the the streaming model rather than the movie model. Like we we haven't had a film in four years for Star Wars and right, yeah. probably won't have a film for at least two more years. So Right. I, I don't know. I understand his criticism because he's the CEO of the entire company, Disney. Mm-hmm. But also I think it's a little bit unfair to lump Star Wars in with something like Marvel, which I think is very diluted. Right. And I think with at least with the content from Star Wars, you're you're sticking with the same types of characters. You're having mm-hmm. the Mandalorian have several seasons. You'll have Bad Batch have several, you know, a few seasons. You have, you know, so you're sticking with, you know, these characters that are developing over time and you're understanding them a little bit better. It feels like every single character in Marvel are, are, are getting their own TV series and it's one or two seasons. So, you know, there you know when we're talking about diluting it, I think we just have to remember that yeah, maybe the Star Wars series are going longer, but there's less of them. Yeah. And the Marvel ones, there's they they may be going shorter, I'm not quite sure like um like Hawkeye had one and uh um the red uh what's her name? Uh Scarlet Witch had one. So there's, you know, each of these have like these one, two season episodes, uh, t- uh, one or two season shows, and there's just so many of them. So I think that's that's part of it. And like you said, there are still making movies like Ant Man, um, and uh, Wakanda, uh, Wakanda Forever. And so there's this like they they continue to knock out all these movies. And I think he, I forget if he mentioned it or if I read it somewhere else, that yeah, Star Wars hasn't had a movie since you know 2019 or whatever. So I think. Also, there may be a little bias for you and me because we actually do want more Star Wars. Yeah, that was the other thing I was going to say. <laughs> right. But I mean, but the fact of the matter is there's a ton of Marvel out there. So I, I agree to lump those two together with Pixar, maybe not exactly apples and oranges, but I think it also it needs to be said, too, I think. I mean, th- those are the big you know, properties that Disney is in charge of. So he's going to he's going to hit those, those uh, heavy hitters first. Yeah. Not not to dwell too much on Marvel, because I guess we are a Star Wars podcast, but <laughs> right. I just I can't remember the last time I watched a Marvel show, especially, uh, or even a Marvel movie that wasn't a Spider-Man movie. And I just mm. walked away from it thinking, that was really good. I can't mm-hmm. even tell you the last Marvel show, maybe Moon Knight was the last time that I like actually got through a season of a Marvel show. I tend to just like watch two or three episodes and I'm like, ah, I don't care enough to finish this. <laughs> right, right, right. Or, which is not the case with Star Wars shows with, with me and with you personally, as we mentioned, but maybe we're a little bit biased. I don't know. Right. <laughs> but uh, I, think, I think in the long run, I like to think that this is a good thing for Star Wars, mm-hmm. even though we'll receive less Star Wars content. There was also like a rumor coupled in with this that there might be like turnover at Lucasfilm as a byproduct mm-hmm. of his comments. Uh, the main one, of course, that people for really years at this point, mm-hmm. some no wonder not who. all people, 
yeah, have been mm-hmm. vying for is whether Kathleen Kennedy will oh, remain in her position or not. So, wow. I just I can't I can't believe that name was lumped in there. That's a, <laughs> that's a shock. I just don't know how much removing her from that situation will have I, creatively on the decision making. I process. I understand that people want to target somebody specific for for things like that. Yeah, and for you know with her being the top, I I understand it, but I. Like you said, I don't think creatively speaking. Unless you, you know, like throw Dave Filoni in that spot or something like that. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, so I... Then he's know. not going to have time to do all the other stuff he does if he's in that. I don't know. And I don't know if you've seen... I know I'm going way off topic. I've seen Dave Filoni without a hat lately, and that's very, very jarring. I don't <laughs> understand it. There's some. He's been in some interviews without the hat on, and I'm like... What, do you, what, what are we even doing here? What does this mean for the future of Star Wars if Dave exactly. is wearing a hat? You know, it's, it was probably Kathleen Kennedy's doing it. Yes. Yeah, so. He's like, Dave, you take that thing off for those interviews. <laughs> here, at, here at Lucasfilm, we're professionals. No, so there is, there is, I guess, a slight chance that there is turnover within Lucasfilm and Disney as a whole, but I guess that remains to be seen in the, the coming months yeah. and maybe even the coming years. So. And also with this writer strike, again, you never know. You never know yeah. what can happen. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Bob Iger, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another smaller piece of news that I guess I didn't hear about this until you, well, via our pre-podcast notes, informed me that there's another season of this coming out in like two weeks, which Mm -hmm. I saw that and I was like, dang, that was fast. So they must have probably developed this alongside the first season. I or guess maybe so, yeah. Made it that fast because the first season of this just came out like what two months ago. Mm-hmm. So, um, for those that don't know, Young Jedi Adventures is kind of a really the first Star Wars children's show of its kind. I think people like to call Clone Wars and Rebels kids shows, but mm-hmm. and, and you know, <laughs> they are in a sense, but you know, they're not animated. A, they're animated. I think people see animation who you know don't watch animated shows and they're like, oh, kids show. But of course, this is like. I would say this is on the equivalent of like Dora, maybe just a, like a slight step higher, but it's like, how can we help the, the, the person in need? I know we should save them, you know, that sort of right, thing. Yeah. So um, I wish I could remember nubs was one of them. Yeah. Nubs uh, was the, the, the favorite. Yeah. He was the one I liked. Kai wasn't Kai like the lead. Kai, that was his name. And then Kai what the was lead the and Liz, Liz was, Liz. The, was the, you're uh, good with the name. The girl. Yeah. 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 Um, so basically, if you haven't checked out that show, or if you've got kids who uh, you're mm-hmm. wanting to get into Star Wars, it's a, it's a good hopping what's, in point. What's funny on this last part that you talked when we were talking about Bob Iger, you said, you know, for the most part, we finished all of our shows. Yeah, we we did not finish the first. <laughs> I was going to say that too. <laughs> this first is Young the, Jedi Adventures. The only Star Wars show that I did not finish once I started <laughs> watching it. It's, it's not, not. It's not for us. It's not for us. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's not a bad show. It's just <laughs> like. It's it's hard to watch a show developed for a six year old when you're not six. <laughs> ah yes. Uh oh, I'm also so, okay. Gibbo is also making a note for us. This is the cool part about having Gibbo here with us. By the way, again, another shout out to to Gibbo. Gibbo, uh, Gibbo, Gibbo is letting us know that it's not a second season. It's just basically the the uh, second part of the first season. Yeah, the continuation of the season. Yeah. So uh, Gibbo also says. Six more episodes will be released on Disney Plus. Disney Junior? What is Disney Junior? Why do I not know what that is? Is that just a portion of Disney Plus? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a portion of 
like the uh, network television Disney. Uh, you could have, I think that's another Disney that you that uh, you can subscribe to. Gotcha. So I guess it sounds like six episodes released on the second, and then more episodes released throughout the rest of the year. So uh, more Young Jedi Adventures coming Thanks, very people. soon. Maybe we'll maybe we'll hop back into it and we, uh, listen. We we didn't even read this entire article that. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't even bother ourselves to finish the the first part of the season, and now we can read all the rest of this article. Thank what you, if uh, what if what if in Young Jedi there's some sort of lore defining thing that happens that then influences like the rest of the Star Wars universe? Well, now we got to watch it all. We got to watch it then, yeah. <laughs> uh, so new episodes of that coming on August second. Be on the lookout for that as well. Uh, and then something that I know you hold very near and dear to your heart as part of our last uh, news segment of this podcast. Uh, some exclusive Star Wars Funkos were announced for San Diego Comic-Con this upcoming weekend or a week and a half from now. Is that right? Yeah, I think it's I think it might be this weekend, this weekend? actually. Yeah. So, yeah, they got some new Funkos that are announced. So every pretty much every big convention will always have some exclusives. Uh, whether it's from Hasbro, from Funko, so for for this particular piece, it's uh, for the Funko uh, company is creating some specific uh, exclusives for the San Diego Comic Con. Uh, the first one we have here is Wicket. Of course, it's from Return of the Jedi, celebrating the forty years. Uh, so he's got a little his little uh, rope with a <laughs> with a little beanbag there for for the um for to go against the stormtroopers there. So that's super cute. The next one is a younger Leia Organa from Kenobi that's holding cool. yeah holding the I think the her droid was named Lola if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, holding Lola. I think that's a pretty cool one. It's very fun. Uh I think it may I I know they they did come out with some Kenobi Funkos already. I don't remember if there was a young Leia in there, but you know, we got the young Leia here with the green jacket, kind of reminiscent of the green outfit she wore in Return of the Jedi as well, and with the hair up. So, a uh, very cool piece there for her. And I think the last one is, was it a Vader one? Yeah, it was the Vader one. So, these are kind of fun because I think the there are two versions of this Vader one. There's the regular uh, uh, all-black uh, version and then there's like I think this might be a glow in the dark version the one on the right here so uh, so there's two versions out there the the one on the right is a little bit more exclusive oh not exclusive but a little bit more rare so those are called the those are called the chase variants so you you're you're looking to get those sometimes those are you know one per case one every two cases or something like that so uh, to be able to pull out one of those is great so I think the way these work you, there's in the background there's like a little soda bottle they actually put the funko inside that sort of bottle, so you actually can't see which one you're getting until uh-huh. you open up the, the you like i think the top like rotates out and you could remove the funko that's from there so i think that's how that works um i haven't seen any of those um um live but i think that's how those are so if you are able to pull one of those you know glow in the dark possibly glow in the dark ones uh, that's going to be some nice money for you. So good luck to anybody who's going to San Diego Comic-Con and looking for uh, these exclusives. Normally those actually go up in price as well because they're exclusives. They'll only create maybe 2,000, 3,000 piece units, and uh, they'll be a little bit more rare for the collectors out there like me. So 
if if I had to choose one, I think I would like to get the uh, I think I'd like to get the Leia one because I think that's just a, a cool looking figure. Um, the I like the I like the her having the droid and you know for for and it's Leia. I mean, how do you not love Leia? So I'm uh, I'm excited to see some some other collectors pick these up and hopefully uh, one day I'll pick one of those up too. Nice. This might be a dumb question. Mm-hmm. The the Darth Vader Funko. Yeah. How it comes in the soda bottle. Yeah. Is it? It's still it's, small scale. It, it's a, it's not like a two liter bottle <laughs> like that. But is it yeah. in the soda? It it. I mean, it's not soda. It's just a bottle. It's, it, there's not actually liquid in there. Oh, okay. I was gonna say yeah, like, yeah. You have to, like <laughs> yeah. clean it off so it doesn't get sticky and like. How does no, that no. work? No, it's just a bottle that it that's inside that the uh, Funko is actually inside. So it's like packaging for it. I got you. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, those are cool. What was what was the first one again? We had Darth Vader. It was Leia, wicked. And- it was a wicked. Oh, yeah. wicked! I, I I like yeah. that one. That was yeah, really that's cute. a good one. I like the I like the teeth. That's a good job on yeah. the teeth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I need. I, I, feel I, like I should start a collection of Star Wars Funkos. Yeah, I'll do it. So then you could we could talk about it together because I got I've got a couple. So we could you know <laughs> we could we could share we could share just stories. A, just a couple. Yeah. Whenever I see Ewoks, and I don't know if you do the same, I always notice their eyes and i think about you know what was it the later versions of return of the jedi when they started blinking so yeah I keep that, whenever i see you walk up for some reason i think about that <laughs> if the if this blink that'd be super scary <laughs> oh blinking funkos be heard it here let's do it big invention yeah. yeah well um that that basically concludes all of our news we had a little bit more today than than normal um and then also worth noting that at the time that this podcast comes out San Diego Comic-Con is today so uh the 20th through the 23rd of July 2023 have fun uh, if, if anyone is going to be in San Diego let us know in the uh in the comments of the of the podcast episode um well for the rest of today's podcast we uh, are going to be discussing and breaking down, maybe even theorizing a little bit uh, in the coming weeks, everything associated with Ahsoka. We are officially just over a month from the release. Uh, it comes out on August 23rd. Isn't, isn't that crazy? We're, we're only a month away. It took so long to get here, it feels like. Yeah. Uh, while I was away for the last uh, few podcast episodes, there was a trailer released. And um, we'll get into that here in a second, but um, kind of, I guess, as a brief overview for anyone that maybe is like, I only watch episodes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, um, <laughs> and you're, you're like a, that. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you're a movie only person, and you're like, why is there so much hype about this show? I don't understand. Like, who is this person? Uh, Ahsoka originally debuted in the Clone Wars uh, animated show, which I guess has been, what, 15 years roughly since that came out? Sounds about right. Um, And she was the Padawan of Anakin Skywalker, eventually leaves the Jedi Order, uh, and then she uh, comes back around in Rebels and like has to fight Anakin, of course, when he's Darth Vader at that point. Uh, and, and so that's like the very short... Uh, reasoning for why this is so exciting she was also very much so a fan favorite especially within the clone wars did you know actually that fans did not really like ahsoka mm-hmm. the first season of clone wars yeah and i tend to agree with them because yeah. <laughs> she i mean especially in because i believe her first 
appearance was in the Clone Wars movie. Is that right? Yes. Yes, it was yeah. the movie, not the show. Yeah. yeah. So in the Clone Wars movie, if you guys didn't know, there's a there was a Clone Wars movie. I don't know if it. I don't think it went. Did it go to theaters and all that? I think too, it did. Or? Yeah. And oh, I don't. Did? Okay. Did and I don't think it did particularly well in terms. Maybe it did financially, but at least I know on Rotten Tomatoes it does not have a great score. I, mm-hmm. I can look that up while we're talking. Yeah, and even from that, from that, if that is your introduction into it, she was a little snarky. She was a little um bratty to start i think but as the series went on and on you learn to love her you learn to understand her learn to understand her and her motivations and to see the jedi order really trust her so i think that was a a big part of why personally why i really enjoy her character because she was somebody who didn't seem like came from a lot and then all of a sudden was a really big part of of the Jedi Order and as well as the Clone Wars. So the show, the Clone Wars, cumulatively is like a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. but the movie is an 18%. 18? Wow, that's way lower than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and even the audience score is a 40%. Yeah. So right. I think oftentimes with films, it can be like, oh, the audience liked it, but the critics didn't, or the critics liked it and the audience didn't. But this is like, no one liked it. <laughs> right, right. Which is, yeah. you know, it's not a, a good, uh, it's not a good indicator of how incredible her character is. If that, if that was the only exposure you had right. to uh, Ahsoka in Star Wars, so if you're that one person out there who watched the 2008 Clone Wars movie, which is notoriously not a great film, mm-hmm. and was like, man, I don't get what the hype is about Ahsoka. Right. Yes. You should watch the TV show because it's yeah. much more highly rated, much more enjoyable, and uh, her character is just really important. Not only to yeah. Star Wars, but particularly to the story of who Anakin is and his, the mm-hmm. development of his character. Right. Um, she plays a, a pretty big Definitely role. Definitely one of the favorites of this podcast, for sure. Yes, yes. And uh, so much so that one of the two of us may or may not have named a pet after her. Um, oh, uh, <laughs> is that I'll, true? I'll raise my hand on that one. Okay, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're watching the video version of the podcast, <laughs> there's a this picture is I think almost three years old now, which is kind of hard to believe. But there's a picture of when I I got my dog. Her name is Ahsoka, Soka for oh. short. Mm-hmm. Uh, and picked her up, and this she's actually. I think like six weeks old in this picture, but uh, at the time I had only had her for about an hour or two. So ah, does um, she grow? Does she? Does that breed grow pretty big? Yeah, she's she's considerably bigger now. Uh, I think she weighs like fifty pounds. Oh wow! Like that. Yeah, so she's, she's a good sized dog. Yeah, she's not a puppy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she's she's a lot of fun, and and Star Wars does run deep so much so that. I, I named my dog after this character we're discussing. I, you're you're not the first, and you won't be the last to name them after uh, name them after uh, a Star Wars character. In fact, let us know who else has named their pets yeah. after Star Wars characters. I'd love to hear it. That'd be a fun episode of the podcast. Is to bring on like a bunch of different guests who all have pets that are named after Star uh-huh. Wars characters, and yeah. you and we have to match the pet with the guest. Oh, <laughs> I love it. We could. We're gonna. We're gonna start the. We're gonna start the early uh, production phases of that episode. Maybe yes. get some people on board if anyone's interested. <laughs> nice. I like it. Uh, but yeah, 
that's that's little Soka. That's actually before I even owned her. That second picture oh, is okay. when she was about a week old, I think. So, and those are full size pumpkins, right? Yeah, yeah. Full <laughs> size. She's actually the size of King Kong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, Soka is a character that is uh, monumental in Star Wars and definitely important to to me personally, as as I named a, a pet after her. So. Uh, another reason for for my uh, my gushing of the character of Ahsoka Tano, uh, and also I, I we briefly mentioned that while I was gone, um, you did a reaction as well to the trailer of Ahsoka, uh, and this is something that I had to watch on like really cruddy Wi-Fi while I was gone, and I was like, why does it keep pausing? Just let me watch the whole oh, two minutes no. all the way through. So once I finally got it to load, I, I watched it, and I was like, oh my gosh, that was awesome. Uh, what was one of the biggest takeaways that you had from oh. watching it? Um, I mean, my big thing was, you know how much I love the character Sabine. So that was probably my, I'm always excited to see her. It seems like in this trailer, and you know, this has been talked to, talked to a lot about, you know, over on the internet, about on Twitter, wherever, about what it, you know, we kind of find out that, maybe Ahsoka was training Sabine at some point um, because she, she ends up calling her master some at some point during this trailer. And mm-hmm. uh, if you if you are watching the video podcast, we are watching the trailer now as well. Um, it was just very interesting to see, to hear that part. I feel like that was a pretty big reveal. Um, we, we did know that, there, you know, that uh, Sabine was, you know, you know uh, wielding a lightsaber at some point. Um, but to actually hear that she was maybe being formally trained by Ahsoka at some point as well uh, was pretty hard hitting. I think this is actually the point where they uh, they mention it here. Yeah, I was. It kind of threw me for a loop, honestly. When I, I think that was the point in the in the uh, in the trailer where I was like, "Wait, she called her master? Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Do you think? Do you think they're gonna make? Or maybe she already was. Do you think they're gonna make Sabine force sensitive?" And that, yeah, that, and that's obviously one of the one of the discussions now that's being had on 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 Twitter is you know is that actually going to happen? I don't know. Do we have know. an example I, of someone in the Star Wars universe currently who wields a lightsaber who's not for? I mean, maybe General Grievous is the best example. Mm-hmm, right, uh, right. So I guess you don't have to be force sensitive to wield a lightsaber. Right. Would it, would it be? In your opinion, would you prefer her to be force sensitive or not be force sensitive? Would it would it take of, anything away from rebels? I, I, is right, and, and that's exactly what I was going to say. I think initially, I would I would keep her not force sensitive because we already have you know what was it four seasons of rebels, and to kind of all of a sudden drop this bomb on us would it just seems I don't know I I wouldn't like that as much. Until she would bust out some force, you know, <laughs> some force, uh, uh, some you know, force pushes or something. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. But, uh, <laughs> I yeah, I I don't know. I I would rather her not be force sensitive, and maybe she's just training her in other ways. But yeah, I'm and part of me is wondering: is this a bait and switch type of thing? Like, like this isn't actually what is happening, you know? And maybe Sabine is calling her master kind of tongue in cheek, and you know what I mean. Like, yeah, what just, if it's sarcastic? Yeah, right, exactly. And then like the whole, the whole, you know, the scene with her fighting that other, um, that other character. I forget her name. Uh, uh, where she, it, in I think. Yes, in, I think where where it looks like she's trying to use the force, 
that's like actually something else happening altogether, you know. So that it wouldn't be the first time that Star Wars has shown one thing and done the exact opposite, or done, you know, for instance, um, assuming Finn was the kind of the the hero in the uh, the Force Awakens with the lightsaber, you know, in that trailer, you kind of showed him kind of being that maybe he's the Jedi and things like that. So it's, so it wouldn't be the first time that star Wars would do something like that. So I, maybe it's a bait and switch type of situation, but um, going back to what you asked, yeah, I, I wouldn't put her, I wouldn't give her uh, the force sensitivity uh, needed to become a Jedi. Yeah. I think I'm on the same page as you on that one. It, I mean, I'm, I'm not one of those people who's like, she can't be force sensitive. Yeah. Same. I'm uh, the same. And, and and I think I would be okay with that being part of the show's story is her mm-hmm. like being trained by Ahsoka. Uh, and even if she's not force sensitive, like still teaching her those skills, kind of like you said, um, or, or like you said, it could be a bait and switch. We don't know. So uh, it kind of remains to be seen. I don't, I don't think that monumentally affects how I feel about the show or the plot of the show. I think I'm I'm most I'm interested in Sabine as a character, obviously, but I think I'm just most interested in Ahsoka's arc, particularly how it pertains to Thrawn, which we did get our first full face shot of of Lars Mikkelsen donning the uh, Thrawn look. Definitely very menacing. Um, I I I brought out the 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 Thrawn novel as well. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Does that resemble? Does that resemble Lars, or does Lars resemble I, that? I think so. I think that was based off of Lars for sure. That that model there. <laughs> you think it was? <laughs> uh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I think I've had this book. I've had this book like two years now, and still, oh, uh, I have not time. started it. But it's time. I, I'm planning to read it in the next month before the show comes out. So. Oh, I did want to hear your thoughts on this. So yeah, I forget if it was. I think it was last week, uh, the last week's episode that we discovered that the Ahsoka season one is basically going to be like a rebels season rebels five, five right so yeah. yeah so what do you what are your thoughts on that i think it makes sense i i, I would prefer that honestly i think mm-hmm. i think because that is the case i think we're going to be getting a lot of um i think it's called the world between worlds mm-hmm. and kind of information regarding that there's a point in that trailer where like all these rocks and it's when um the magistrate Balin and Shin are all like there, and mm-hmm. it's some vague, ambiguous statement that Balin says about Thrawn. Like, or I think Shin says, "What are, what's going to happen when we find Thrawn?" And Balin says, "Power or something." You know, something very <laughs> ambiguous. Right, and yeah. you're like, "What the heck does that mean?" So, right. Uh, yeah. Anyways, that that scene is like apparently, at least what I thought when I saw it is that it reminded me of the gateway or the portal to the world between worlds that we see uh, in, in rebels season four. So I would like to get more information on that. Something I think we talked about when Ahsoka was first announced is that I'm also a little bit wary of how much they try to include that in the plot of the show only because there is an essence while it's not time travel, it's, it's something time travel adjacent. And so anytime something like that is introduced in a show, you're always like, ah, I, uh, I don't know. I, I think it could mess it up if you do that. But right. uh, I, I think I've, I've read some stuff on how Dave 
kind of views the world between worlds. I, I'm saying it right, right? I, I don't. Yeah, I believe that's right. I believe that's right. I always want to say the war, but the war of the worlds. So I'm like, nope, that's <laughs> not the right thing. Um, but I, I'm excited to see the inclusion of that in the show. I want to learn more about kind of how it functions, how it works. Um, mm-hmm. There's a great picture if you're watching the video version of the podcast of what Thrawn will will be looking so cool. like in the show. So cool! I cannot it, wait. It is it is scarily accurate to yeah. uh, some of those original depictions of of Thrawn from. I think it's the me, empire novel let me ask you this is there anything that you saw that maybe you were like oh that's that man that might not hit like i want it to because i have one <laughs> oh yeah. oh let me think i i'm curious what yours is a couple maybe and maybe this will be one of the things that you're thinking of um there was a point in the trailer i don't think this is what you're gonna say but i think there was a point in the trailer where balen uh is is battling ahsoka mm-hmm. and as anakin spoke very highly of you so i, I think we already knew balen was a former jedi but now what we know what we didn't before is that he definitely knew or maybe currently knows well i guess not currently but he knew at one point anakin because he mm-hmm. says Anakin spoke very highly of you when he's talking mm-hmm. to Ahsoka. Um, so I thought that was interesting. That's That kind of places him, you know, on, I would assume, on Coruscant or maybe somewhere right. nearby at the time of Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get a scene like that. That'd be pretty neat. Uh, Ezra's appearance is another notable thing in this trailer. Oh, yes, where, yes, yes. Where he's on the little holocom or whatever you call it when he's talking to Sabine. I don't know how much of him we'll actually get to see in the show. Mm-hmm. My guess is that it won't be a ton. Right. Um, but maybe he'll come in at the end. I don't even think we're going to get a ton of Thrawn, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I think Ezra and Thrawn right. will both be like late season additions to this right. show. Um, another thing would be that Hera's whole role in this is like convincing Mon Mothma. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. I'm curious what the thing you're thinking. I'm about. I'm worried about Hera. I am because you know, like she's one of my favorite characters for sure. Yeah, out of Rebels. How how are you worried about her in what sense? Well, one, I'm not thrilled at her design. (laughs) She just doesn't look like Hera to me, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm a little bit worried about that. And and I keep whenever I watch the anything with Ahsoka, that's kind of what I've been thinking. Like, ah, Hera's just not exactly how I was hoping would turn out as far as the uh, the design. Um, and also now with, I mean, I, I am excited to see the ghosts. I'm excited to see, you know, the, the ships that they're in. So I am excited with that, but also kind of piggybacking what you were saying with Ezra and Thrawn, the, the use of them, how much are we actually going to see them? So I'm a little worried about that because I, I know it's just the trailer, but we've seen now Ezra a couple of times, um, with the hologram and all that. So you, you see that they are going to be talking about him a little bit but yeah the the use of him uh the use of theron because you know when we when we found out like the emperor was going to be in bad batch or saw was going to be in um in uh was it andor you know like we were just kind of waiting for those moments but it just they just didn't show up as often mm-hmm. but i think with with me i think the big thing would, would be with hera how are they going to use her um how uh because I haven't seen a ton from the trailers. I think it's very, ba- you know, they're showing a lot of Ahsoka, of course. They're showing a ton of Sabine, actually, too. So, yeah. uh, you know, and also, um, 
the uh the the two what is it sin um shin and uh and the uh, balin i and think Balen, yeah i think the way that i think, I think those four yes i think it's gonna be like diametric parallel stories of like master and apprentice more or less mm-hmm. where like balin and shin are on this side you know mm-hmm. maybe the magistrates doing stuff with them and yeah and then uh ahsoka and sabine are over here trying to like go after the same thing and like Hera's helping them and and so I, I think Hera is not going to play this primary role like that right, maybe yeah. you would hope she would. Come on. Uh I wouldn't even be shocked if we go episodes without seeing oh, her. Oh, I would, yeah. I'm 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 fully expecting that and trying yeah. to prepare myself. I, I think I see her being almost like this episode one and two character. Mm-hmm. And then as Ahsoka and Sabine get further on in the adventure and maybe even begin training, I think we'll probably see Hera phase out of a frequency being shown in the show yeah. but i again that's just a guess right uh, yeah mary yeah the actress uh mm-hmm. ewan mcgregor's wife yes i love so, that yeah star wars royalty family right there <laughs> there's that hologram of ezra by the way for those of yeah. you watching the video podcast yeah if, if this is the only bit we see of him like throughout the entire series i, I would be kind of upset to be honest <laughs> i would expect I would expect him to definitely be in the series, whether that's yeah. the season or not. I don't know. I think mm-hmm. when we left off Rebels, he was, you know, searching for Thrawn. If I'm not mistaken. Wasn't he with Thrawn? Maybe he was with Thrawn. And, yeah. and a token oh, wait, no, 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 no. For him. Or wait, is it Agent Callus? Which this just this just begs the question, yeah. should, we do, should we do a Rebels rewatch before <laughs> we watch Ahsoka? I, Probably think, should, I, think, honestly. I think we should, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but a lot, a lot to look forward to, especially coming off that trailer. Lots of exciting hype moments in that. Uh, something we also wanted to touch on. Oh, did you have something before? Yeah, I just remembered Agent Callus was with the Zeb. I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. I think that's what it was. The uh, the recent addiction, addition, not addiction, addition to live action. Yes, and and he looked great. Oh my gosh, he did. Yeah, he looked awesome. Uh, and so, additionally, there's some uh, some dates for the upcoming episodes. There's only what eight episodes total. Mm-hmm. The first of which, the first two of which, both come out August 23rd. Uh, and so that'll be August 23rd for the first one, following uh, on the 30th of. Does that say June? No, August. I read that. August. Oh, AUG. A-U-G. Sorry, A-U-G. mine is very small. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, and then, and then the show concludes with the eighth episode on October fourth. So really, all in all, what is that? Six weeks. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven weeks. Seven weeks. Yeah, man, it's gonna go by so fast, and it's then we're gonna, gonna go by be, real fast. Even if it's good, we're gonna be sad. I'm interested in in run times as well. Oh, if they give us, if they give us those silly thirty something minute run times, I'm gonna be so upset. These what need if, to be at what, least fifty minutes. What if? There's an episode, and Jack Black and <laughs> and Lizzo come back for one. Oh man, Jack Black and Lizzo gotta love them, but not yeah. not the not the best addition. To oh, Star- but we okay. but we will we. I think there's a rumored, or I'm not sure if it's confirmed, that Captain Rex will be played by Tamara Morrison at some point. Yeah, all well, right. I I don't know if that is confirmed for Ahsoka or not. I should look that up, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure he will be appearing in future live action as Rex. Yeah. I don't know where we read that, but I, I, thought, I, recall, it was, I thought it was in Ahsoka, but I guess maybe it was. Yeah. 
I don't know where else it would be, honestly. Um, one of the final questions that that we wanted to pose for this podcast episode is uh, what our favorite rendition of Ahsoka is. As we mentioned, she first originally appeared in the Clone Wars series uh, and then followed up in Rebels. And actually, we've seen her in, in more stuff recently as well, like Tales of the Jedi and even the live action series where she's portrayed by Rosario Dawson. Uh, do you have a particularly maybe favorite Ahsoka in terms of the story and perhaps a favorite Ahsoka in terms of just the aesthetic, the look of oh, okay, I, like that. I think the I really liked the Rebels version of Ahsoka because she was more, I don't know, more in control. She knew exactly what needed to be done. I mean, she fought mm -hmm. Anakin in that way. Uh, but she was very, and I think she came in. A re, we we really need to rewatch Rebels, but I think she came in as uh, as Fulcrum, yep. um, as um, so. The, and and this is, and I think this is why probably I would choose Rebels first, is because I think I've mentioned before I I wasn't on the Clone Wars train when it first you know came out, so I was very late to the game. Um, in fact, so late that I think I I watched Clone Wars and Rebels around the same time. So mm -hmm. it it kind of all it kind of all meshes together, but to see how she was there and her design, she had the longer I, I forgot what they call the the tail uh, that she tendrils? has there tendrils. Yes, yes. So she has the longer there and just like her aesthetic. I I I, I there are some people that didn't weren't particularly fans of the rebels uh, art or the way that um the the animated art how how they looked. Uh, I actually liked it, so I, you know, I I enjoyed how she looked there as well. So, from the storyline, you know, the the fight with Vader was really cool. <laughs> I think that was the big one. But I will give a um a honorable mention to the Tales of the Jedi uh, Ahsoka as well because that fight with the Inquisitor was pretty incredible. <laughs> so I I do need to make mention of that too. What about you? Yeah, I would probably I would tend to agree. I like the I like the rebels ahsoka the story probably and i would even i would probably lump the season seven clone wars ahsoka yeah. in with that too i just i i think there is an element of ahsoka that when she is younger she's not like annoying but sometimes she does stuff where she's you're, you're just like ahsoka come on you know especially yeah, right, in yeah. that early clone wars like season one mm -hmm. uh, but i think once she gets a little bit older you you kind of uh you feel more the weight of her decisions in the last season of Clone Wars and especially in Rebels when she's right now yeah. when she's fighting Vader and um, especially that last season of Clone Wars when she's learning of the betrayal of Anakin and just right. Yeah. This has all gone down. We should rewatch that episode, by the way. It's we such a good episode. Yeah, that is such a good episode with the Order 66. Oh, my yeah. Gosh. Yeah. For anyone, by the way, that hasn't seen Clone Wars, the the final season, which came out, I think, like, three or four years ago, something like that, um, is it runs congruent to episode three, Revenge of the Sith. And so you're basically seeing everything that you know happened in the third, or I guess the, the sixth film, episode three. You're seeing all of that happen from the perspective of Ahsoka. So she has this fight with Darth Maul. Meanwhile, Anakin is, you know, doing the youngling thing at the temple. And it's just, she's learning about this. It's, uh, so anyways, that last season of Clone Wars is, is fantastic 
But also, Gibbo, Gibbo telling us, oh, no, did I just spoil something? <laughs> no. Gibbo made a note to us that he hasn't seen. <laughs> Gibbo, you need to watch season seven of Clone Wars. It's actually we, we really could do cool. we could do a a, a a reaction with Gibbo now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, maybe too late. <laughs> reaction, reaction, reaction. Speaking of reactions, uh, we are planning on having reactions uh, come back very soon. I know we did one last week with the or Joey did one last week with the trailer, uh, but full episode reactions will uh, be back for. Uh, each of the episodes of Ahsoka, I would presume, definitely for the premiere and the finale. So yes. uh, be on the lookout for those as well. Last thing I would note on the Ahsoka variations, did you notice that the tendrils of Ahsoka are longer in the Ahsoka show than they were in The Mandalorian? The Ahsoka like, show. Oh, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If you yeah, look yeah. up if you look up a picture of Ahsoka from the episode where Mando goes to the magistrate, mm-hmm. they're like considerably longer than they were then. I feel like they got negative feedback on the length of them and made them longer. Interesting. I'd have to look, go look at that. I'm assuming they just get longer with age, but yeah, I think normally, yeah. yeah. Yep. Just like your beard. Just like my <laughs> beard. <laughs> Who knows? I probably won't even have it next week. We'll see. But Comment below if you think Ben will have a beard next week. Yeah. <laughs> what are the betting odds? What are the <laughs> plus plus two fifty? <laughs> well, lots to be excited about. Um, Ahsoka, I'm sure we'll discuss it much more in the, the coming three or four weeks, and then of course following that once the show has come out. Um, but yeah, this is this has been a good one. What are you uh, What are you most excited about for? with the show in general, if you had to pick one thing as we, as we end off this podcast, I am, I want to know like the, I mean, I think we have an idea now with what, you know, what the actress that plays Sabine has said that this is basically rebel season five. Right. And Mm -hmm. we know how much, how, how enjoyable rebels series was. So I'm looking for that crossover. You know me, I like it when the interweaves with other things that we've seen, and I'm looking, I mean, it's kind of hard not to with this and Rebels because they're actually the characters there. But I'm I'm just excited to see what more we can pull from if it's Mandalorian or if it's for um from any other TV series or Bad Batch or whatever. I uh, just can't wait to see and to see, you know, Tamara Morrison play Captain Rex for the first time. If if that's what's gonna we're gonna see here. I think that's gonna be very cool. So yeah, I'm the the dynamic between Ahsoka and Captain Rex has always been so great. So to see it in live action, I'm I'm very excited for that as well. What about you? What do you what are you looking for uh, first and foremost in this show? I I want to know a. I don't think we're gonna get the answer to one of the things I want to know at least initially. I want to know kind of what Ezra's status is. Mm-hmm. Like where's he at? What's he doing? That's the one that I don't think we're probably gonna get an answer to. Um, the other one is I just want to know more i guess this is kind of a cop-out answer because the show is just ahsoka but i just want to know more about her story uh because and this is one of the few times you'll see me tie something into the sequels but we do hear her voice as one of the voices that calls out to ray uh in that final battle with palpatine so Right. You know, she she has to she can't live forever is basically right. what I'm trying to I like say. The, I like that tie in. Oh, my gosh. Can you 
I don't know how I would feel about that if we saw that happen live in either this be season so or the next season or yes, but you are you are right. You hopefully right. it's a uh, hopefully it's a Master Yoda death and not a Obi Wan Kenobi death. Right, just just like kind of like tired. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, little, I'm I'm tired. I'm sleepy. I must rest. Rest, I must. <laughs> um. Well, anything else on Ahsoka before we uh, we wrap this no. one? Couple, just less than a month away, or right, or just a little bit over a month away, right? A little so over a month. We gotta we gotta wait a little bit longer, but we'll make it soon enough. It'll be here before we know it. August 23rd. I think that's like very close to the time I also start my master's program. So, right. Uh, it's going to be a good week. Yeah. yeah be be a, a, lot, a lot of sleep. Busy week. Lots of sleep that week. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Um, all the Ahsoka episodes are streaming on Disney Plus once they come out, uh, beginning on August 23rd. We're super excited for it. Uh, next week's episode of the Hoth Hangout podcast, we're going to be doing something that I think we've kind of contemplated doing for a while, uh, and we're excited to kind of fully be jumping into it now. Um, we're going to be covering a Star Wars comic and then breaking it down as part of the podcast. Uh, next week's comic, if you're watching the video version of the podcast, the one as seen on screen, it's a Star Wars The High Republic comic. It's uh, this one here. Uh, also, I have, for some reason on mine, it says There Is No Fear. Oh, I don't know why that's not on the graphic one, but um, yeah, that is the comic that we'll be talking about and breaking down as part of a potential High Republic series of comics that will be uh, going over here on the podcast. So if you're a Star Wars comic book fan and you have any particular comics you want us to take a look at and cover and review, definitely let us know those down in the comments as well. Uh, remember, as always, you can... Subscribe to the Hoth Hangout podcast on YouTube, inching closer and closer to that 150 subscriber mark. So we would really appreciate it if you are not yet subscribed. You can subscribe to the channel and uh, check out the video versions of the podcast as well as all of our reactions over on the Hoth Hangout YouTube. And if you're an audio podcast listener, you can get your audio Hoth Hangout wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's on Spotify, Apple, or any other podcast platforms. Also, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok on all of those platforms at Hoth Hangout. Um, I think the most recent Instagram picture was the uh, from the episode that we did a few weeks ago, right, Joey? Where um, we posted a picture of was it a Funko? Or no, 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 it was a Boba Fett, wasn't it? A Boba Fett? Oh actually. no, the the Lando one. Did we? Or Lando, not Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah. Lando, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, check us out on on all those uh, streaming platforms or. Uh, Social platforms, I should say. Were you going to say something else? No, I was going to say uh, Lando and Boba Fett are very, very different. <laughs> I think they are on the same team, no? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that about does it for this one. Any last thoughts or comments, Joey, before we head off? Well, welcome back, Ben. I'm glad to have you back and hope you are you are happy to be back as well. But uh, um, just uh, happy to happy to see your face and have having some fun Star Wars discussions with you once again. Thank you. It's good to be back with you and uh, always good to be talking some Star Wars. Uh, big shout outs, as always, to producer Gibbo for all Gibbo. the uh, behind the scenes and uh, in the moment work that happens that goes into every podcast. I feel like uh, Gibbo gave us a lot of good nuggets of information, especially during this podcast. So uh, much loved, Gibbo. Uh, and for Joey and myself, thanks for listening to this episode of the Hot Hangout podcast. And may the force be with you. We'll see you in the next one.